This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through dancing. your support I'm dancing. of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where pretty much every Sunday, especially coming up because we're back, baby. baby. We got me and Maureen all over again doing something that we call the Town Watch. It's a little extra bonus episode for people that give it the five or ten dollar a month level that ten dollar a month level not only gets you that it also gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the says who sticker club which is a very good club at patreon.com slash says who hey books i'm writing a book called death at morning house it'll be out next year i think it's going to be real good Dan, yep. we this is actually the second time we record this because mm-hmm. I said this to Dan. I said, yeah. and he goes, what's it called? And I said, Death at Morning House. Yeah. And then he just yeah. looked and then hit the yeah. screen froze. Yep. And it just looked like he really hated the title and didn't no. know what to say. It's and not after, that I hate it. It was that everything failed. It's that I've got a I've got a spin on it, Maureen. Let's hear it. Morning at Death House. Sequel. Boom. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. You know, it's based on, uh, it's going to be set in the Thousand Islands. And mm, I love that dressing. There are, they talk, there's a lot about the dressing. I bet. We'll get there. But um, they, you can have these, these islands that only have one house on them or a castle or something. And there is one place called Singer Castle that looks like Dracula's house. And it is on an island called Dark Island. Well, there you go. That's, that's somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. When they're naming an island and building a house on it. Come on. It look it is Don't spooky. fuck around. It's spooky as fuck, I'm telling you. It is I love it. It's real creepy and it's got secret passages. Yeah. Morning at Death House. Coming soon. Don't keep saying it because then people will get the title wrong and not buy my book and you'll ruin my career and everyone will starve and die. Finally. What? Nothing. When's that coming out? Next August. Look at that. People can already get in line. I'm going down to the Barnes and Noble with a tent. That's, it's, that's a, oh, look, some of my lights fell down. Um, Great. I just looked up and saw something dripping or dropping or drooping. (laughs) Just looked up and saw something dripping. The walls are bleeding at Maureen Johnson's house because you live at Death House. Honestly, I've seen that, but we'll get there. Say the thing you say, and then I'll say the thing I say, and then we'll do the thing where we say things. Well, if you would like to buy books on the internet, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org. That's our own little bookshop where you can get Maureen's books or my books or whatever books, really. Most books. Available books. Anyway, if you're buying things on the internet, you can also go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where we have a whole plethora of Says Who merchandise. Or if you would like to buy a patch, I sell two patches. One says trying, one says marginally employed, and you can get those at shop.dansinker.com. The internet, you can buy stuff. Dan. Ooh, yeah? It's so beautiful now that it's finally fall. It's, oh. it's, it's hot as balls. Oh, these leaves there's falling no, from the... Well, it's it's like leaves, Dan. That's just some some garbage. But well, yeah. let's leave. It's like, finally got leaves under it. It's so nice. You want a pumpkin spice? You want a latte? It's, you want pumpkin spice latte? It just sounds hot. It's so hot. Uh, Who would want a hot drink right now? Ah, uh, my sweater feels so I just feel extra sweaty even thinking about that. I don't, you know, sometimes I have trouble with the show. I'm really trying to embrace the season. And 
It's a little warm. Just, but you know, I'm going to wear this sweater and this hat and I'm going to drink this goddamn pumpkin spice terrible. Oh, so sweaty. And isn't this a nice, refreshing walk? No. Every, everything's... <laughs> everything's good. fine. There's your seasonal <laughs> asthma. <laughs> Welcome. Just says who the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. I'm right. What? Daxi is doing something very adorable right now. I just wanted you to know. You're not going to describe it? I have a weighted blanket on my office sofa, and it's Uh folded up, that she has managed to completely unfold it and then push a pillow to the end of it like she's made a little bed for herself, and she's laying on the blanket with her head on the pillow. Well, that's adorable. She makes little little beds for herself and sleeps with her head on the pillow. If it was my dog, you know what would happen next? What? She'd eat the pillow? She'd pee everywhere. (laughs) How is Spotty? She's been peeing a lot lately. It's not great. She's uh-huh. had uh, a whole host of urinary tract infections, which Baby. is fun. I think she's just, she is older now, and she is starting to get to the, uh, apparently there's just always something wrong with her stage. This one involves peeing everywhere, which is ba- a lot of fun. Baby. I enjoy that a lot. Um... When Z was, Mazelda was sick, she had cancer, and it, but she was doing okay because they actually really thrive on chemotherapy. Okay. Like, because they give them a dose that only makes them feel good. That was the rule. I had to be like, she has to be happy. Okay. But the only kind of side effect was that it made her a little messy. Yeah. It didn't bother her, but her bottom was a little messy. So I had to put little like talky diapers on her that had a spot mm. for the tail. Yeah. And it, it just kind of kept everything a little tidy. I'm considering but, you know, I, that. But um, I think she would just try to eat them. They The trouble is that they would slide off of her. Hmm. So then uh, she'd be kind of... She was perfectly content with it, but she was like, oh, look, look what I have. I have this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's been the, 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 the story of the summer with the dog has been... Um, some some incontinence. I'm sorry. It's uh, It's something. It's something anyway. Man, we just started out on a bummer. No, it's not a bummer. I mean, we. That was Dan, me changing it. Dan, it's not a beautiful. Bringing up the energy. It's a beautiful season and nothing's wrong. It is hot as fuck. As Dan uh, maybe said in the intro, I got an exciting development last week where I, uh, I went to the doctor because my lungs were hurting. Yeah. It just happened a couple times that I was like, wow, my lungs really hurt. And that's weird. And then I would get really sleepy and not feel too well. And I was like, I'm just going to go get it checked out. And the doctor sent me to the pulmonologist. It was like, do you ever wheeze? I was like, no, never. I'm totally fine. And then he listened to my chest. He's like, you have asthma. And I said, hey, what's up, wheezy? Yeah, they can. I have a little wheeze at the end of my cough. And he's like, you have asthma. And the fun part, because I have to still do a bunch of pulmonary tests. But it seems to be basically environmental. Yeah. In other words. New York is trying to kill you again. uh, Also, he's like basically climate change is causing a lot of this because there's a 
a thermal, a, an inver, and a thermal inversion, I believe he said. And, you know, basically all the, there's a big dome over us that keeps all the allergens in all the time. It's yeah. super hot. So things are growing when they shouldn't be. Seasons are really extending too long. And also there've been gigantic, gigantic fires. Uh, yep. It may be slightly COVID related as well, because COVID can do some damage to your lungs. So it has my diagnosis is COVID question mark, also asthma. Hmm. I, it, I'm not, I don't have it bad though. Like I don't have to carry an inhaler right now. Just that's what was causing it. So that's well, there you go. Now I knew, and here's the thing I thought when the second he said it and he was basically saying New York is giving you asthma. Yeah. The only thing I thought was Dan going to hear this and he's going to put it on his he's going to move it right to the top of his list and say yep. i have to leave new york because i have asthma now so yeah apparently now i have asthma from it yeah so how's that how's that zillow search going i only love the city more the more it mm. tries to kill me the more i love it seems healthy I did healthy. also explain that when I was having the lung issue, I was told to take a, a warm bath, sit in like a steamy room. Yeah. So I went to run the bath. I was like, that's very refreshing. I'll take a beautiful yeah. bath. I'll read a book. And then I ran the tap and this mm -hmm. brown chocolate oh, milk looking weird. water came out. Mm, nice. Like oh, super, refreshing. super brown. And I was like, oh, they're working on the pipes again. Yeah. And whatever you know they what do it that. Is? It's, what? it's minerals. Yeah. Just soak in that mineral rich water. So... It happens occasionally, and I called them. They're like, oh, we'll have someone go to the roof and blow out the pipes, and then by yeah. tomorrow morning, it should be okay. okay. Just think, though, if you were to soak in that mineral-rich water, your skin would take on such a healthy orange glow. Dan. Be I, sort of Trumpian in, uh, I told in your you that orangeness. A, about a month ago, after a long walk with Dex, I was very sweaty when I came in, and I immediately hopped in the shower, and I was like, oh, you know, I was like tipping my face up, like, yes, get this crap off me, make me clean. And then I looked down and I was covered in like, it looked like I had been at a rave. Like I was covered in nice. these kind of bronze particles. Oh, that's nice. I had been bathing in a shower, literally yeah. a rain of rust oh, particles. It's perfect. It's perfect. And um, then I said, here's the surprise. Yeah. I said, well, that happens like, and, and Dan said, I said, well, doesn't that happen to you? And he said, one time that happened to him. Yeah, one time ever. And I said that it happens about once a month. Yeah. 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 Most people listening to this are going to be horrified at that statement. Disagree. That is not the experience, I would say, of most people. I would even go so far as to say that is likely not the experience of most people in New York City. Mm. That's all. Disagree. Well, worse okay. things will happen, you know. Well, I know worse things will happen. <laughs> I told you in that apartment I had out in Queens the day mm -hmm. I looked and it was raining indoors. Yeah, yeah. And the entire yeah. middle room was pouring down rain and I could see, and yeah. the ceiling came down and I was looking at mm -hmm. the bottom of my neighbor's bathtub. True. And then I had to run in through the rain from the from the ceiling above and start dragging furniture yeah. out. Good. What color was the water streaming down? It was actually fine, just normal yeah, water. There you go. So oh. there, you, there you are. Or, or the morning that I went to the bathroom and flicked the switch and fire shot out of the wall. Oh, yeah. And I just flicked the switch down. and was like, I don't have time for this. And I went out. I had to get to work. And I just called my insane landlord, Rudy, out of bucket. I said, Rudy, there's fire shooting out of my wall. Go fix it. And when I got home, I had a new light fixture and there were scorch marks running down the wall. It's <laughs> nice. What a beautiful city. What a, that's a, where dreams are made. Look, it's fine. 
I mean, is it though? It's fine. Okay. Guess what, Maureen? What? I've been back home since uh, of like a week and a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving again. Where are you going? Uh, we're all going to a wedding this weekend. And then uh, and then I'm going off to work. Uh, after that, I have some work in, in a different place. And uh, the little one started school last week, which was three days after school officially started because we got way late on our return trip home. So he started last Monday and uh, was at school for five days. And then yesterday was uh, Labor Day, so there was no school. He's at school today. He leaves tomorrow. He thinks that's uproariously funny. He's right. That he had a one-day one day week at school. I would be riding on that for a while, too. Yeah. That's When you're a little kid and stuff like that happens, like, yeah. I still vividly remember a morning in high school that school got called off. Like, we got sent home at 10 o'clock or something like that. And I came home, and I was, like, blasting the stereo. I was having such a good time. Ow, son of a bitch. Did I also tell you, Dan, I got a bad tooth. In fact, after this, I have to call my dentist. Oh, no. Yeah, I live in fear of going, you know, my teeth are made of sand. I've said this before. I've yeah. had that root canal where they put a needle right into my nerve and then the nurse held down my legs. Uh, yeah, yeah. This sort of feels like that did. Uh-oh. And I'm scared, but I'm trying not to be. Yeah. This is a thing that has come into very clear focus to me. What? I believe that we, meaning sort of the people of our age, Generation mm-hmm. X folks. I think we are the last generation of folks, at least in the U.S., with just really, really bad teeth. Because tooth technology, tooth fixing technology has gotten a lot better. Yeah. I and inherited them. My, my, I think that these, uh, like the dentist is basically like your teeth are just like biologically, genetically bad. Well, yeah. They're mine soft. Too. Yeah. Mine, mine as well. But, um, but. Uh, being the parent of two kids that are getting their teeth worked on in modern times, they just don't have the tooth problems. And it's not, I don't think it's just like that I was full of tooth neglect. I don't think that was the deal. I think that it was, you know, there are like really cool toothbrushes now that like oscillate at ridiculous speeds and, uh, and the way they fill your teeth is no longer, well, we'll just fill it full of metal that'll probably, you know, uh, shrink and shit over time. Uh, now they, like, fill it with things that don't go away. So I feel like we are the last of the old guard in terms of our teeth falling out of our heads. Well, also, I went to Columbia, and our dental insurance at school was the dental school. Mm. And so we were basically lab rats. And what I found out, actually, is that they shattered a bunch of my teeth. They oh, overdrilled them so yeah. that they exploded. Oh, and fun. a lot of the problems I have with my back teeth are because they were yeah. drilled by dental students at Columbia, and then they exploded. Yeah. I think I've talked before about my 
age 20 year old dentist that uh, some peace activists recommended to me, which is probably not the people to go to for dental uh, thing. And he had no hygienists, so I had to hold various implements in my mouth. And every now and then he'd be in the midst of doing something and then he'd get a call and it almost always was from a bookie. So he'd have to go take his bookies call where he was either placing bets or begging off paying debt. Well, this went down. I'm a little worried. It's it's just going to affect the nerve in my face. Mm. So I'm going to yeah. go in and I'm scared. But my dentist, he's amazing. I spend all my money, all the money I make, I spend on my dog, yeah. rent, and good yep. dentistry. My dentist, yeah. his office looks like a goddamn space station. Everything is white lacquer, immaculate. He only plays kind of jazz, which okay. makes me hate it. Like it's always, inevitably, it's the girl from Vienna that's playing, which oh, is yeah, a song sure. I really can't stand. And I do now associate it very strongly with dentistry. Oh, son of a bitch. It really hurts. No, no. Um, I gotta go take some Advil because it really hurts. Yeah, I'm scared. It's going to be it'll, fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. It will be fine, but I am. He's great. The nice thing about dentistry as opposed to, say, environmentally induced asthma is that there's a simple fix for dentistry, which is go to the dentist. Yeah, he, he makes everything okay, but I'm, I know I'm going to get in there and there's going to be another, there's always something with my teeth. So he's going to be like, oh, yeah. wow, weird. You have like uh, ants living in your teeth. There's an anthill in there yeah. and there are bees in there. Oh man, we've never seen a beehive in a tooth before, but somehow you have it, Maureen. Because yeah. your teeth are stupid. You have stupid teeth. Get out of my office with your big stupid teeth. You are you a monster? Get out of here. He's made. He's he gave me all new front teeth. Because I knocked out my front teeth when I, with a bicycle handle when I was eleven. Okay. So I was like, I'm biking in the rain on leaves. Woo! And I went down a bike handle right through the old teeth. The, Just right through you, the teeth. So wait, this is a dentist you went to as uh, as an adult. So what did you do from? childhood till then i had very terrible Just bonding a on there piece of bazooka bubblegum stuck there no i had bonding but it was oh, really okay. bad and it used to fall off at inconvenient times mm. like one time in england it fell off and then i had like a snaggle tooth the whole time and i whistled when i talked i mean if if you've got anywhere to have <laughs> your teeth fall out England seems like the right spot. My teeth have fallen out. Because they're just like, oh, one of us. My teeth have fallen out twice in England. My bond fell Perfect. off once, and then my, my, one of my crowns fell off when I was in Cornwall, and I had to carry it in my pocket. Okay. I carried it home in my pocket. Wow, that's fun. I was like, well, I got I my went tooth. to England, and I got a crown in my pocket. Ding dong. Everyone thinks you're going to wipe out a, Ow. you know, like a real, <laughs> you're really having a toothache. Do you mind if I get some Advil? <laughs> Go Just talk for, for a second while I get some alcohol. Sure. All right, people. She just took her headphones off. We need to really convince her to move to a healthier environment than the one she's currently living in for any number of reasons. Not the least of which so we can stop hearing about it. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be amazing? That's my dream. Just... You know, she does something, she moves somewhere else, and then we don't have to listen. We don't have to hear about it anymore. It would Thank be you. so nice. Anyway. Hi, Maureen. Got a great dentist, though. Well, He'll fix me it. And the, me and the listeners were just having a chat. 
He looks like such a hipster. He's this super, super skinny guy who wears super, super skinny pants, like cigarette okay. pants and super fitted shirts. And like, he just has this little, he's so, he's very soft spoken. Uh-huh. And he just looks like he's going to make you a microbrew and just like some artisanal cheese or something. And he's like, yeah. okay, well, it's just how I'm looking here. Just very, very soft spoken. Okay, well, you know. What I'm seeing is your teeth are full of bees, and that's mainly the problem is all the bees in your mouth, you fucking monster tooth. <laughs> but he says, and then in the back is, and the problem is, so there's all these bees in your mouth, my clean, wonderful office, then you come in here with your fucking monster mouth. Do you ever, there was a commercial when we were kids that was like, they call me yuck mouth. Cause it, and I do nothing but brush my teeth. I spend like half the day brushing my teeth. Yeah. I do nothing but brush my teeth and my I mean, teeth fall out all the time. And Oscar could sit and shoot <laughs> goddamn rocks all day. And every time he goes in the dentist, is like, you're wonderful man with your wonderful guy. Oh, it really hurts. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping it didn't hurt today. I think it's because when I how it works. I think when I start talking, it, uh-huh. it kind of like I start moving it around. That's the problem. Yeah, that'll do it. Never talk. Problem solved. How dare you? Just saying. We're not here to talk about teeth. We could be though. Or Welcome illness. To the toothcast. This isn't about illness, Dan. Or is it? I mean, it's one of the many. Because see what I'm yeah. doing here. See what I'm doing? I do. I see it. I see it. I see it. You're setting me up. Go for trying it. To figure out which direction. Do you remember COVID, Maureen? No. Rings, yeah. a, rings a bell. If you think back to 2020, it was this illness that shut down the world for a little bit. It was called COVID-19. Mm, and 19 okay. stood for the year 2019, which was when it was discovered. Ringing any bells? Um... You got it he, earlier this year. Oh, I yeah. You I got remember to hang that out thing. on the beach for a week. Yeah, it was for, it was great. That's the thing I love. Man, you really did hit the jackpot on your COVID. I did quarantine hotel. Yep. I don't think anyone's ever quarantined as well as you did. Honestly, all I did was watch people surf. Yeah, that sounds incredible. I would do that for a week. Easy. I wouldn't even have to get sick first. I'd just do it. That'd be great. Anyway, COVID-19, Maureen Johnson. Jill Biden has it again. Mm. Again. She was just uh, spending the weekend with Joe at their Delaware home. Which, here's a funny thing. This is a digression. This isn't even in the notes. Remember when Donald Trump was president? Mm, vaguely. Yeah. It's something that we've all pushed out of our heads. And he went to Mar-a-Lago a lot. Mm-hmm. Over the weekends. In fact, he went so much that some asshole started a website called Trump Poop Watch because he had a whole theory that he was a home pooper and he couldn't poop at the White House. That guy. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, Joe Biden goes to Delaware almost every weekend. Hey, listen. And it's like not a it's not a story. It's weird to me. Anyway. He goes he goes to Rehoboth. Yeah. Still though. Seems odd. Up until Donald Trump was president, president wasn't like a five day a week job. Clock out, go hit your summer, you know, your beach home. Apparently that's now what it is. Oh, you know, 
This is a weird, to me, that was a weird set of decision making that happened over in the old White House where they were like, well, the other guy did it. Everyone hated his ass for doing it, but no one's going to notice if we do it. That seems to be the main driver there. Anyway, point being, Joe and Jill chilling in Delaware. Jill now has COVID. (sighs) Yeah. Tested Joe Biden. So far, he's negative. They say her case is mild. I think that if you if you if you were to look at. The COVID cases of all governmental officials that have ever gotten COVID. I wonder if anyone has ever reported that it was anything but mild. Yeah, I mean, we're certainly finding out a lot more that uh, Trump's mild case was. Was anything but. He got it so early in, too. Yeah. They just pumped him. through. Do you remember? They pumped him full of experimental drugs and that dude was so fucking high. He just went out to the White House and recorded videos fucking high as fuck. Why not, man? Just talking craziness <laughs> to prove how healthy he was. And sat in a car with a bunch of Secret Service people that were trapped in it with a hip and a yeah. lot of COVID. Yeah. In a box. Mm-hmm. A very, very, very sealed box. Oh, yeah. Very. Hermetically, even. Yep. So COVID, uh, it is definitely back around. It is back around. So not only does the first lady have COVID and maybe who knows, the president might get it too. He's supposed to go to like the G20 summit at the end of the week and shit like that. So that might be a little inconvenient, but you know, anyway, a lot of other people have COVID Maureen. Yeah. I know a ton of people that have gotten COVID lately. Yeah. My friend who stayed with me here, whose house I, when I came down with COVID, I was at her house. Yeah. And she came and visited me and got home and said, I'm sorry, I have COVID. Well, that seems like a fair trade, though. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, look, I exposed you. Fair. Fair enough. I said, is this the thing we're going to do now? Because we should get a new thing. She agreed. Yeah, it does seem like you could get a new thing. What if instead of exposing yourselves to COVID, you exposed yourselves to culture? Well, we kind of did that, too. Oh, well, that's nice. Anyway, numbers are pretty much up everywhere. It's weird, Maureen. Because if there's one thing that you can count on COVID to do, it's to go up in the latter part of the summer. (laughs) And then even more come September-ish when schools have begun. Hmm. Then go down a little bit. Then probably go up again in the winter. And if there's one thing you can count on everyone to do, it's forget that fact every fucking year. And the fact that we're saying you can forget this pattern every year is just a little reminder of how long we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. You've never had it. As far as I know, I've never had it. Yeah. You're very Oscar's never had it either, as far as yeah. you know. So As far as as far as we know within our household, we are we are we are batting five hundred. Janice and the little one have had it. Me and the big one have not. And I figured he would get it moving into a dorm and being at a you know college and everything like that. I predicted he'd get it within the first two weeks. And he did, in fact, get sick last week. And I was like, well, there it is. But um, never tested positive. And uh, it cleared up very, very quickly. So. Well, that's great. Just a cold. I know. It's wild, though. But anyway. The seasonal pattern of COVID that nobody will ever call a seasonal pattern seems to be seasonal patterning again. 
Dan, it is fall, and I'm astonished by that fact. Well, it's yes, not. This this year's been wild, right? It's basically still summer, and as as the uh, pulmonologist was saying, all the seasons are just now. He's just he's like people are just experiencing things they've never experienced before because the environment is totally different. Yeah, and everything's being clamped down on us so that it doesn't it doesn't go off into the atmosphere. It just stays in. Right, it's locked in. Locked in. So we're in a dome of crap. Mm, it's like crap that Stephen dome. King book. Crap dome. Hit that Stephen King book, Crap Dome. You betcha. That was a good one. I liked Crap Dome. Speaking of things that people haven't experienced before, Maureen, we are experiencing the uh, minority leader of the Senate, Mitch McConnell, mm. literally shutting down in real time. It happened again. It happened again. Yeah. The man took a press conference and partway through he just that man down for 20 seconds. What can we say at this point really? I mean, clearly it's I do not like Mitch McConnell, but just talking as a just that he, as a human being, he's an older man. Mhm. Who is now twice in public, which means God only knows what's happening in private. Right. Completely had clearly had a medical incident. Yeah. Just we watched it happen and they just kind of kept prodding him with a stick, like say stuff. Yeah. While he was clearly having, even though the headline now says he wasn't having a stroke or a seizure. Right. That seems unlikely that something they, wasn't happened. They they have trotted out a lot of medical letters and things, basically saying, well, he didn't do this. Well, he didn't do that, which is a funny way of sort of saying we know what happened, but instead we're going to talk about what didn't happen. Yeah. But something happened. Something yeah. pretty. It's really weird. I don't like that man at all, but both of those videos are deeply uncomfortable to watch. Uh, it's, they're saying that it's just unclear. Uh, the doc, the CNN doctor Sanjay Gupta thinks it's confusing this diagnosis. It gets it, this. You can they've published the the physical, mm -hmm. uh, but it it was extraordinary to watch. If you haven't seen it, he just yeah. which so they have that they have Diane Feinstein who is. Deeply unwell. Yeah. She's very unwell. Yeah. They're literally just, she's, you know. They're just wheeling her around. They wheel her around, like, and she doesn't, you know, she's kind of in and out. Yeah. Do this, you want to know a funny thing, and I feel like slightly underreported thing about the Diane Feinstein situation? Hmm? Do you know who her, like, main personal aide is? Who? Nancy Pelosi's daughter. Sure. Sure. That's a little weird to me. Well. Hey, listen. It's just that I think we've all noticed that I have nothing against older people. No. And I believe older people should be in government. Sure. But there should be a mix of people in government. Well, I think that e even if a person was young. Yes. And had some real debilitating health issues 
if there was something preventing you from being able to do, to make the decisions and do yeah. the job. Yeah. If hindering your ability to do the job. You at should bare be at minimum, least, at least taken, like just go out of service enough to get the medical help you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, like, like John Fetterman did. He's like, I need to go. Yeah. And he did it. That's he exactly did the right. job. Yes. That's what you yeah. do. You go and get the medical help you need. Right. These people seem to need medical help and they are just being stuck in front of cameras. And much, much to his credit, not only did he need to go and get the medical help that he needed, he was very transparent and clear about what that medical help was. Hero level. That's yeah. hero level stuff. That's exactly when you need treatment for depression. That's fine. Go get it. That's it's great. To, yeah. It's great to say it. It's great to get it. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. No notes. Like that's, I'm like, well done. Like that's a good leader. Yeah. But I think that if you get to a point where you are holding a press conference and you just literally power down for almost a half of a minute. Something is happening to this man. Yeah. I mean, not, not to mention weird things have been happening to that dude for a while. Do you remember, I think it was during the second Trump impeachment. He just had the weird, like, dead man's hand on his arm. Oh, yeah. He just had this very strange, large purple hand at the end of his arm. And it was like, well, that's odd. And then the basic, their response to anyone that would ask would be like, what large purple hand? We don't see any large purple. It was just to purely gaslight it. He's fine. Just kind of what they're doing now. Well, he's good. I, I think what was distressing was... And aside from watching a man have, a, and again, I hate Mitch McConnell, but just yeah. as a human being, watch that happen and watch his age just kind of poke him. Yeah, totally. It was. I'm like, well, that's elder abuse. <laughs> like that is elder abuse. Yeah, that's how the Diane Feinstein stuff feels too. Where it's just like, wow, all these folks are kind of keeping her going for their just, just for, these, for their own. Yeah, for their own ambitions. Purpose. Yeah, just sign these documents. Just yeah. get up there. Like they're sort of they've been running the show for a while, our aides and all of that. And, you know, it seems like you've got a Democratic governor. You could very easily have her resign and have someone else, you know, be put in place. But that's not what we're doing, apparently. That's Yay. not what we're doing. Anyway, Maureen, one thing we are doing tomorrow, by the time you hear this, it will already be underway. The 19 defendants. In the Georgia indictment against Donald Trump and 18 other people, all uh, will be in a marathon of arraignments. All 19 of them, all one day, 15 minute increments. At least that was the original plan. But in Georgia, there is, uh, you, if you are just going to plead not guilty at an arraignment, your lawyers can fill out a form check the not guilty box and have your arraignment waived. And uh, that's at least what Donald Trump and a number of other folks are going to do. But some people I think are going to be showing up. Which means after that arraignment happens, we are going to be inching closer to an actual trial date for this unwieldy group of clowns. <laughs> and as that trial date inches closer... And as the reality begins to dawn on some of the lesser clowns in the mix, yeah, we what are, are you... going to get more and more stories like this one from Politico today, headlined, 
Trump's co-defendants are already starting to turn against him. Let's go. Give it to me. It's like a crisp, refreshing shower, isn't it? Not full of rust. Full of mountain spring water. Okay, let's... Who's going to turn? The finger pointing... This is the article from Politico. Among Donald Trump's inner circle has begun... And as his four criminal cases march toward trials, some of his aides, allies, and co-defendants are pointing at the former president. In court documents and hearings, lawyers for people in Trump's orbit, both high-level advisors and lesser-known associates, are starting to reveal glimmers of a tried-and-true strategy in cases with many defendants. Portray yourself as a hapless pawn while piling blame on the apparent kingpin. Yes. Now... I do have to say the first quote in this article comes from Michael Cohen, which almost immediately makes me go like, well, this feels like bullshit. No, bring it home. Bring it home. This is says who. History has shown the 18 co-defendants that Donald doesn't care about anyone but himself, said Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer, referring to the 18 people charged alongside Trump in the Georgia election racketeering case. Quote, I suspect it will be every defendant for himself. He should know. He was once Trump's versatile fixer. But, it is not, but is now a star witness against him in the New York criminal case stemming from hush money payments to a porn star. Cohen broke with Trump years ago, but in recent weeks, Trump allies who are facing or could have faced jeopardy in connection with three of his four pending criminal cases have shown that they might follow Cohen's lead. In late August, an information technology aide at Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort dramatically changed his story about alleged efforts to erase surveillance video and agreed to cooperate with special counsel Jack Smith. Then, three GOP activists who were indicated, sorry, then three GOP activists who were indicted alongside Trump in Georgia for trying to interfere with the certification of President Joe Biden's win in the state asserted that their actions were all taken at Trump's behest. And last week, Trump's former White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, also charged in the Georgia case, signaled that his defense is likely to include blaming the former president as the primary driver of the effort. It's all beginning, Maureen. And this trial is set for uh, uh, March, is it March 2nd? There is no date yet for the Georgia one. Oh, sorry, this is Georgia, right. Yeah. So which one is on March 2nd again? Florida or well, Washington? So New York New York is okay. New yes. York is like March 25th. Right. And we've got the beginning of March 2nd or the 4th or somewhere around there. That is the January 6th-ish election one from the feds. Mm-hmm. And then in May, you've got the Mar-a-Lago documents one. Wow, that's May. So Georgia, also one of these defendants has asked for a speedy trial. Yeah, yeah. Cheese bro. Cheese bro. And Sidney Powell, too. But I, I looked up and there does she has not seemed to have gotten her speedy trial yet, or at least it hasn't been widely reported if she has. But yeah, he cheese bro is supposed to go up uh, at the end of October, which is sooner than you think. But uh, everyone else, it is only cheese bro. They, they've only granted the speedy trial to cheese bro so far. So, uh, but yeah, eventually we will, and probably relatively soon in the next few weeks, we will get a date for the, for the Georgia trial. It's going to be so much. Do you think it's going to be in the fall? 
You mean like in the next few months? Yeah. No. I don't. I think that there is a possibility, probably a slim one, that they might push for sort of a January or something like that to get mm -hmm. ahead of all of the other trials. But um, every single thing that I've read says that a 19-person RICO case is really hard and almost always moves really slow because you have 19 people that can throw up, uh, you know, motions and tactics to delay and that sort of thing. So it's not just dealing with one person. And remind, keep in mind, Donald Trump, that is Donald Trump's A1 playbook on any lawsuit is to slow it down to the point that it just sort of grinds to a full halt, right? And now you've got 18 other people that are going to also be trying to slow this thing down as much as possible. So my gut is, even if it does end up sort of on an early docket, that part of the reason why they are put, they would put it on something like January or something like that is because they know it's going to get pushed back and back and back and back. And so if you already start with it back, it's only going further back. Great. That's at least where I'm at. It's great, though. I'm really glad I don't write a thing called indictment.fyi. Me too. I'm glad I don't, too. I do. The big problem with indictment FYI that I did not think about versus the impeachment one. Sure. Right. Is all of the impeachment stuff happened every day. You know, the, mm -hmm. the trials or, or very close to every day. Um, all the House hearings, they were very quick. They were easily chunked together. And then the Senate trials were literally every day until they were done, right? Uh, and so it was easy enough to say, okay, this is when these things are happening. Having four indictments, none of these things are happening every day. Once a trial happens, that will be every day. But uh, that's not for a while. Instead, all these little kind of ticky-tack bits and pieces. Not only are they not every day, they happen randomly, you know, and surprisingly. So it's like you can never really, you always have to sleep with one eye open. Yeah, and so you, more so to me, I just sort of always feel like I'm chasing a ball down a hill and can't quite catch it. Right. Uh, it doesn't help that they keep falling when I have major things. Almost certainly, as I mentioned, I have a wedding and then I have work, all of right. which is going to bring me away from home. Almost certainly some sort of surprise fifth indictment is going to drop in the middle of the vows being exchanged or something. What would you do if there was a surprise fifth indictment? I mean, who even knows? Who even knows there won't be? You Dan, never say that. I feel very confident. Dan, stop saying these things. I've never felt more confident about oh. anything in my entire life. Absolutely perfection level confidence. There won't be a surprise fifth indictment. Can How's I tell that? you that I'm sitting here, my palms are sweating with nerves. Just there won't be. No, no, not about the indictment. Oh, it's because all I can think about is that I have to go to, I'm going to have to call this dentist because the, the tooth is throbbing. And it's like, I think I'm going to go to a place and get attacked by hammers. That's not good, Maureen. I know that all he does is reduce pain, but I, I am, I just don't, 
I'm really nervous because I know I'm going to have to call them and be like, a bad thing is happening. Yeah. The thing that I hate about going to the dentist or then when inevitably I get upgraded to the endodontist Mm. is that feeling that I'm walking in for this problem and I'm going to walk out had them having found another problem. A hundred percent. That's worse than the one that I've walked in with. Right. It's like, well, I thought my teeth were full of bees, but it turns out weasels live in my throat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have incurred a great deal of actual literal debt uh, at the dentist over the last year, largely because I had accrued uh, some metaphoric dental debt in the in the years between uh, when I had gone. And the worst thing was every fucking time, every time I would go in for problem A, they would be like, yeah, problem A is definitely a problem, but also here's problem B. And it was bees. I'm just trying to, can you say calming things? Sure. Um, On a good note, that endodontist I actually really love because he is very calming. Mm. He looks almost exactly like the editor-in-chief of The Verge, Nilay Patel, which I appreciate. Sure, yeah, it's it's a niche. niche Because it's like, oh, I know you. You're Nilay. All right, cool. Let's chill. And you can stick your hands in my mouth. I wish my dentist's office just wasn't so white and the girl from If I Ain't Always. I want it to be like a goth office and he's always playing like, I guess something like The Cure. I think mm-hmm. I want someone like Robert Smith to be my dentist. Like just lots of black eyeliner and just kind of hair all teased out. And he's like, okay, let's go. Like I kind of Edward Scissorhands looking guy. <laughs> That's really what I want. I just want him to look kind of like a sad goth. There's got to you know be what a I mean? goth dentist. Lots of uh, eyeliner, just black, black office with just like fangs and shit like creepy shit and bats. I want to go. I just did a Google search for goth dentist. Yeah. Is there one? And the first person that came up was Dr. Joseph Goth. (laughs) But I don't think he's actually a goth. I want to feel like I'm getting dental work. Oh, yeah. I just loaded his thing. Dr. Joseph Goth doesn't look like a goth at all. I want it to feel like a haunted house. I want it to feel like my mouth, which is sort of like a haunted house. So I want to feel like I'm going to a dentist and so he's like, oh, I have to go up the creaking stairs. That's what I want. This isn't that. No. But um, in a uh, popular wrestling promotion called AEW, which stands for All Elite Wrestling, uh, one of the main women's wrestlers in AEW is a wrestler who wrestles under the name Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, has a dentist gimmick. Except she actually is a dentist. She is a practicing dentist. She has a dental practice in the Orlando area. And so you could go and get your dental work done by an actual professional wrestler. It's amazing. It's also, I swear, she has she has some sort of a, a, a bet going or had some sort of a bet going that she could get people yelling DMD over. And now when she comes out, like she will kind of at the end of her thing, she will say DMD with her little fingers. She'll point at each letter and the whole crowd will cheer it along. My friend 
one of my good friends who's my agent, real, I don't think she would mind my saying that she hates, like she's genuinely phobic. And even to get her teeth clean, they have to give her laughing gas. Oh, wow. Uh, she really has a problem. I've never had laughing gas. Me neither. It's time to start. Okay. I don't know how they work on your teeth if you're laughing. Is that well, how that I'd, works? It's not really. It's not like how the it? Joker shows up and suddenly uh. everyone's cracking up everywhere. Isn't that, Well, it's called laughing gas. Yeah, it just gets you high, I think. Mm. So you just kind of chill out. <laughs> I got it. I got to call the dentist, Dan. I'm the, really the second we stop recording, right. I'm picking up the phone. All right. I'm I'm stepping up here. Okay. And I'm saying that Says Who is made possible oh, by we're actually, you. Okay. Okay. I think we need to end this. I think we I need to end it. a little bit early because you got to call the dentist. Do I look nervous? You do look extremely nervous. <laughs> it's because the whole body t- language right now, I just need to describe Maureen is sort of, her arms are pressed up right against her her shoulders are slightly up near her ears and she is leaning at about a 35 degree angle for some reason it's very stressful to look at so says who is what, made what's, possible what's stressful about this dan made possible by you through your support of our patreon at patreon.com slash says who our patreon where the sunday episodes are back we uh we loaded up on them before uh before I have to yet again depart, so there will be no disruption what, this time. What if all I'd feel better if all of says Huvia came with me to the dentist and held my hand? Okay. In is their that, hearts. Is that actually kind of happening? Mm-hmm. Everyone is holding your hand in their hearts, right? I'm now. not usually scared, but then literally every time I move my jaw, yeah. hurts. Okay. Patreon.com slash says who our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is performed. No, our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter at says who at omfg.town on Mastodon. You can email at Hey, that is H E Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook. It's Facebook at slash group slash says whovians our facebook group is moderated by janice dillard you can also join the fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord and wherever you are whatever you're doing spread the word subscribe and leave stars and reviews on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever it is that you listen and you can join us probably maybe next wednesday september 13th i need to figure out my tuesday availability so that we can record but i'm sure there's some point in there that i can for our very next episode and from my basement in chicago i am dan sinker from the dentist office i'm maureen johnson (laughs) this has been says who i call you dentist i really am my whole face hurts you need to you look terrible right now (laughs) okay you have me really stressed out you just kept pulling further and further inward okay gotta call him all right call him up i'm out okay do it bye bye